Welcome to the Grace Baptist Church podcast for Sunday, December 5th, 2021. Welcome to Grace Baptist Church. I thank you guys for the opportunity to stand before you. It's, uh, it's always a privilege, but it's always uh, very serious when we stand before our family and we speak truth from the words of God. Um, this will be very different today uh, for me and, uh, and for you. Um, we moved the chairs back together because we, we could, but I, I moved the chairs back together because y- you guys are, are, are my family. We, we are the family. Uh, we have God has moved us in, into this place, planted us here as family. And, and when I stand up here and look, I see, you know, I see stories and, 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 and ups, and I see struggles, and I see downs, and, and, and I go through those things. But uh, today I want to speak to you as a member of the family, just a member. I'm no super theologian, and uh, probably shouldn't be an elder, but by the grace of God. And uh, I'd just like to just, just to speak for a little while, and uh, it will be uh, not very long. Um, let's pray, and then uh, we'll, we'll jump in. Father, we just thank you for the day you've given us. Uh, it's a gift, Father, that comes from you. And, uh, Father, one day you will uh, remove that gift and, and, and give us another one. Uh, Father, if we are yours and we believe in you, we will... We receive the gift of, of faith by sight. Father, we will we'll be with you, but for now we're together. Father, you've uh, assembled this group. Father, this is your church planted right here. This is our family. Father, use the words from your word today, Father, uh, to encourage your family. Father, we praise you most of all for Christ who made all promises in the scripture, yes, and amen. And it's in his name we pray. Amen. No title today. No specific text today. No points. No applications. I thought I'd get a couple of amens there, but none. I didn't get any. Life is hard, folks. I mean, it's, it's, it's difficult. And I think uh, we all can uh, agree to that. Um, the journey of life is, is, is difficult. And, and as you get older, you look back and, and, you, and you see those difficulties and those bumps. And yet along with the difficulty comes great joy. It, it's, it's, it's fun. It's, it's a blessing. But it can be troubling yet it can be super exciting. It can be frustrating and rewarding. So, today I'd just like to uh, talk from a personal standpoint. At work, they call me Mr. Positive. (laughs) I'm far from Mr. Positive, but today I want to be that, that, that person. Uh, 
the past few years of my life and my family's life have been, have been challenging. Extremely. Uh, they've been hard. And we have been going through things we never imagined. Doing things we didn't think we would do. And most of it not prepared for. Um, and I believe our family is like your family. I know all houses are dirty. We all sweep things into the closet. And we all struggle. So as my family, uh, I'd like to share today. It's been a tough couple of years as a, as a country, right? As a church. I mean, this is the first time we've been back to, together. So how do we keep going? How do we stay steadfast? How are we encouraged to continue on? Hebrews 4, we're still a little bit of John. So when John comes back and gets to 4 and 5, you guys say, hey, we've already covered this. Let's move on. Hebrews 4, 14 through 16 says, We have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God. This is how we get through. Let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses. That is good news. It's good news for me. But one who in every respect has been tempted as we, yet without sin. So let us then, with confidence, draw near the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace in time of help and need. Hopefully today, I'm just going to list a few promises. Promises that, that, that I, I, I suck up in my life and say, oh, I'm in trouble. This, this, is, this is my go-to. This, I got a few from you guys, so we're, we're just going to go through these things. But we have a great high priest who knows us who's been through what we've been through. From the human side, as an intercessor, he's a, he's a, he's a normal man. He was, he was thirsty. He was hungry. He was despised. He was rejected by his own people. He was scorned. He was shamed. He was embarrassed. He was laughed at. Abandoned misunderstood, falsely accused, terribly lonely, and tired. We experience these same things, and he's our high priest. When we come there, when we're in those situations, when we fail, and when we sin, what do you expect from your high priest? What, do you, what are you looking for? When you feel that way, when you're lonely, when you're, when you're down, or when you stumble and you sin. Do you think the high priest is going to say, come on David, get it together. Long finger, get it together. Point, get it, get it together. Okay, you, you, you know better. Is that what you expect from your high priest? Or do you expect a... Let's go, Lewis family. An ugly look. Come on, you should know better. 
Or, when you fail, do you see him get out his little book and say, that's Sophie again. Another sin. I'm marking that one down. And I'm marking that one with a red mark. Quit sinning. Do you, do you feel that when you're in that situation? That's not what he does. That's not who he is. Hebrews 5.2 says, When Jesus engages us as children, when we are struggling, and when we are weak, and when we are in need, or we find ourselves in sin, he doesn't throw up his hands. He's promised in Hebrews 5.2 to be calm to be tender, to be soothing, to be restrained. He deals with us gently, gently. We need to believe that, to believe the promises. We don't move over here, right, Sunday school class, and deal with just believe the truth in God's words. We are factories of fresh resistance to Christ's love. We want to run. We want to hide. When we sin and we fail, we think Jesus will grow tired of us. And he'll get impatient. Or he'll get frustrated. But he doesn't. Jesus, our high priest, never frets. He stands here like this. With open arms. Promise. John 6, 37, all that the Father gives me will come to me. And I will, I will what? Never, never cast out. Never. When you come, he will never cast out. All right? Here's your mind. Here's my mind. <laughs> you don't understand, high priest, Jesus I have really messed up in all kinds of ways. I've wasted time. I am a great sinner. And our high priest would say, I know. I know that. And then my mind would say, yeah, you know most of it. You know more than others. But deep down inside, there is filth and disgust and shame and disobedience, anger, lust, feeling unworthy. My high priest would say, I know it all, and I understand. And then I'd say, well, well I, I, what, if I, what if I can't break free of this? What if I can't, what if I can't? Fix it anytime soon. Then Jesus, my high priest, would say, You're the only kind of people I'm here to help. I'm here for you. Very you. And then I would say, Oh man, you don't know my burden, man. It's heavy. It's heavy and it gets heavier all the time. And my high priest would say, What? Let me carry it. Let me carry it. And I would say, it's too much to bear. And he would say, not for me. Not for me. I can do it.
And you would say, or I would say, yeah, I sin against my wife, sin against my daughter, and sin against my family, especially against Jamie. I don't like her very much. Well, my sin's really against you, Father. It's really against you. It's against you. And he would say, then I'm the most suited to forgive you. I'm your high priest. I am Jesus. And then I would say, okay, I'm going to give in. But the more you see of me, the uglier it's going to get. And my high priest would say, Jimmy, come to me, and I will never cast you out. Oh, that's a great promise. No matter where I'm at, I go to my high priest, and he says, come on, I will never cast you out. Promise. Hebrews 13, 5, I'll never cast you out. And I will never leave you, and I will never forsake you. First Peter 1, 5, 7. Pile it all on me. Cast all your care on me, because I care for you. The high priest will, 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 will never leave you. He'll never cast you out, because he cares for you. We are His children. Children. I do anything for my children. And think, how much more would God do? 1 John 3, 1. See what kind of love the Father has given to us that we should be called children of God. We are, we are children of God. Of God, not just called children of God. The last four verses says, and so we are. We are. Stand up and I am a child of God, and He will never cast me out. He'll never leave me or forsake me because He cares for me, regardless of what situation I'm in. Maybe you're a child of God today and you say, Hallelujah, that is true. But I'm tired, and I'm weary, and I'm worn out when I'm a little down and really frustrated. Here's a promise, Galatians 6, 9 and 10. Let us not grow weary in doing good, for in due season we will reap. Go plant, go plant the plant the garden. It's it's gonna be hard work, but one day we're gonna we're gonna eat. We're gonna we're gonna reap. In due season, we will reap. Don't give up. So then as we have opportunity, according to Galatians 6, 9, and 10, let us do good to everyone. And especially to who? Family. The household of faith. To each other. Let us do good. So don't grow weary. Do not grow weary. Encourage each other with the promises of God. And we will reap.
promise. Psalms 84.11. For the Lord God is a sun and shield, and the Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing will He withhold from you. Now, you've you got an opportunity now to either believe that or just hear it and not believe it. There is no good thing that this high priest will hold from you if you walk uprightly. He's not going to cast you out. He's never going to leave you. He says, throw it all on me, I can bear it. I'm going to call you a child. You're going to reap one day, and there's no good thing that I will not give you. Nothing. Maybe you're here today. It's me and my boss, Candace. <laughs> Not Tommy. Things got a whole lot better at my workplace. We got a better looking boss and more kind. I work for them. Maybe you're fearful. Maybe you're worried today. Maybe you have. No peace. I woke up about four and this thing just started going crazy in here. I started saying, Lord, let me go back to sleep. <laughs> kept going crazy. I'm anxious. Now, these things can run all across the board. Maybe you're those things about your, your marriage. Every marriage is hard. Even the best ones. And difficult Maybe you feel that way about your marriage. Maybe you feel that way about your children. Maybe they're wayward. Maybe they're disobedient. Maybe you feel that way about your health. Maybe we feel that way about our job. This pandemic's been crazy. Supply chain is horrible. We have no sports and no goods. How are we going to make it? You've got the same situations. Maybe you turn on the TV and you look at our country and say, Wow, hate, division, and violence. Well, here's your promise. Isaiah 41.10 says, Fear not. Don't fear. Don't be afraid. I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. Here's your promise. When you get that way, I'm going to strengthen you. And I'm going to help you, and I'm going to uphold you with my righteous right hand. Believe it. Eat it. Flesh it out. When those things come, no, I'm going to Isaiah 41.10. God's going to do these things. I'm his child. No good thing will he withhold from me. Here's my lifetime verse, and it's sad that it is, but it is. During the midst of all that I go through there in that end of anxiousness and fear, 2 Timothy 1.7 says, God has not given me that spirit of fear. I've said it a million times. God's not given me that, that, that spirit of fear. He's given me power to overcome that. He's given me love, and He's given me a sound mind. Trust 
believe the promises. We will have trouble, but we must make our struggles against the promises from a great high priest who loves you and calls you his child. Lamentations 3, 21 through 24. But this I call to mind, and therefore I hope. I call these things to my mind, which causes me to hope. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. He doesn't run out, guys. He never runs out. It's it's coming to you. They're new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, save my soul. Therefore, I'm going to hope in Him. I'm going to hope in Him. Not my wife, not my kids, not my job, not John Sherrill. I'm going to hope in Him because I'm His child. He's not going to hold no good thing from me. These are just a few promises. Just a few. The Bible's full of them. Full of them. I'll confess, I've opened my Bible more over the last two or three weeks than I have in the last couple of years, probably. This is full of those promises. This is full of them. These are just a few. These few are some that you guys gave me and some that are, are precious to me. But what if you're here today and you're not one of His? If, if you're not one of His, these promises are off the table. They're, 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 they're not yours. Okay? They're for the family. They're not yours if you're not part. Maybe you're here for the first time. You just stumbled in here for the first time. Well, you didn't. God put you here. Or you're here every Sunday. But if you're not His, they're not for you. Here's what the Bible says. In Romans 3, man, we've all sinned and fallen short. We all messed up. There's none righteous. No, not one. No one understands. No one seeks after God. No one hears any good. Nobody can say, I've done. no, you can't. You can't. The Bible, before we were adopted by Christ and chosen by Him, calls us children of wrath, enemies of God, and dead in our sins. You are left with no hope, none. There is nothing you can do as a sinful person to be reconciled to a holy God. You cannot do it. But there is great news and more promises. A couple more. If you find yourself here and you say, I'm, I'm, I'm not His. I've never, never accepted Christ. I've never been born again. I've never decided to follow Christ. Ephesians 2 says, God is rich in mercy. And because of His great love, which He loved us, even when, even when all that stuff I just said, even when you were dead in your trespasses and sin, He will make you alive. With Christ, by grace, you will be saved. Philippians 2, Christ made himself of no reputation, took on the form of a bondservant, left here 
became a servant. Okay? Coming in the likeness of man, like us. Okay? Humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death on a cross. See, if you're here today and you don't know, Christ, Christ came and became your sin. He died as a sacrifice in your place. He took the wrath that God had towards sin. Romans 5.8 says that he demonstrated his love. He didn't just say it. He demonstrated it. With his arms up like this on a cruel cross, he showed us what love is. While we're still sinners, Christ died for us. Oh, he died for us. So if you find yourself here, Romans 10.9, confess. Confess. Confess Christ with your mouth. Believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and you'll be saved. Believe. Acknowledge. Turn from your sin. Trust the promises of God for salvation. Find yourself there. The Holy Spirit of God speaking to you. I'll be here. I'll be here until all these chairs are put up. Come see me. We'll talk about it. But to our family here, if you're a believer, follower of Christ, born again, trust the promises. They are true. 1 Peter 1.5 says, We have an inheritance, incorruptible and undefiled, and will not fade away, and it's reserved for you. I went to a wedding last night. So I go to the board, find out which table I'm seated at. Number two. Number two. I told Laura, I said, we probably should have been on number one. Well, number two was the very next to the last table that got food. They went in reverse order. And when I got there, man, they didn't even have a, didn't have a name on the table. It just said two. When I get home, my name's going to be on the table. On the table. On the table reserved because he's not going to hold no good thing from me i'm his child i'm his child he can't cast me out it's against his nature man my seat is there and it's got my name on it. and it's reserved for you in heaven kept by what the power of god you can't take my seat away okay can't do it. It's kept by the power of God. Kept by the power of God. Through faith for salvation. Ready to be revealed in that last time. Whether he comes again or whether I'm dead. And y'all know I'm dying all the time. Are we not? I'm 60 years old. What's the average lifespan? Paige, how many days I got left? Not many. 1 Corinthians 2.9 says, No eye has seen, nor ear has heard, nor the heart of man. My imagination's crazy. I can go to sleep at night. Man, I think of me. I, have got, I can't even imagine what my table is going to look like, where my name's at. You, you can't fathom it, guys. It's, it's, it's kept there. No ear has seen, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, nor the heart of man. Imagine what God has prepared for those who love him. I love him, why? 
You love him, why? He first loved us. Oh, man. What a great high priest. Let's celebrate. Okay? Let's celebrate our great high priest. Let's praise Christ and his promises. Let's trust him and believe him. We can read about him all the time. I read about him. But let's, 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 let's digest them. Let's flesh them out. Let's love each other. Pick each other up. And be encouraged. I hope you're encouraged today. I hope the Word of God encouraged you. There is no good in me. None. And the more you get to know me, the worse it is. But I got a great God who's not going to cast me out and has got me a place reserved. And I can't wait. So as we come, remember these promises as we go to the table. We're going to have a Lord's Supper, okay? And at Grace, we practice open communion. So if you're here visiting and you're with us, we're, we're, we're thankful that you're here. We're grateful that you're here. If you're a believer, a baptized believer, and you're not under discipline from another church, we want you to participate. If you're not a follower of Christ... See me afterwards, but do not participate. It's, it, it's for the family. It, it's for believers. Do, do not take. But if you're interested, see me afterwards. Okay? Please abstain. So I invite you now. There's a table here. There's a table here. If some of you will go, pick it up for your family and come back and get seated. We'll, uh, we'll wrap up with the Lord's Supper. Thank you for listening to the Grace Baptist Church podcast. You can listen to past sermons at podbean.com. Search Grace Baptist Church, China Grove to find us. You can also find us on Apple Podcast. Search Grace Baptist Church, China Grove. You can also join us at the South Rowan YMCA, 950 Kimball Road, China Grove, North Carolina. We meet on Sunday mornings at 930 for fellowship and service starts at 10. Thank you for listening and remember to be intentional in making disciples this week.